Hi, and welcome to episode number one of the Torbs Training Podcast. My name is uh, Torbs. I'm the author of the up-and-coming book Lean Body, Strong Mind, and the founder of TorbsTraining.com, a new online health and fitness platform planning to launch in November. Now, this podcast episode is called Three Elements of Fitness You Need to Master. The reason I want to start this podcast series with this topic is that I first want to kind of share my approach to health and fitness so you know what to expect from this podcast going forward. All the three elements of fitness is going to be a recurring theme as they need to be included in any healthy lifestyle or optimal fitness program. So what are the three elements of fitness? Well, number one, it's your nutrition. Number two, it's your exercise, both strength training and cardio. And number three, it's your rest and recovery, with uh, getting enough quality sleep being the most important. Of course, these are pretty broad categories that you could dive deep, deep into. But in this episode, I will scratch the surface of why all these elements need to be handled in combination and in what order. You see, everyone needs to handle or master to at least some degree all the three elements that are listed if your goal is to either get in shape or stay in shape long term. Now, of course, the priority and extent of these uh, three elements in your life would depend on your goal. But if your goal is to get lean, lose weight and build some lean muscle mass, which is one of the areas I have helped most people with over the years and also written most about, popularly called a body recomposition, your priorities should be reflected in the listed order. Number one, nutrition. Number two, exercise. And number three, rest and recovery. In my book, uh, Lean Body, Strong Mind, I call this the Get Lean Pyramid where your nutrition is the foundation and lowest level. And on the next level, you have your exercise. And lastly, on top, you have your rest and recovery. But just because I say one element or a building block is more essential, does not mean that you could neglect any of the other elements. All these elements are interconnected. You see, your optimal physique and health are the product of your nutrition times your training times your rest. And if any element in an equation is zero, your answer will always be zero. That's why I feel like I have to touch on all these three elements in this podcast, not just about one way of healthy eating or one way of training. I see it like a card house. If you remove one card, the house falls down. In addition, this podcast will also cover a fourth element, namely your mindset. You see, the stronger you make your mindset and habits, the easier it is to handle these three elements. In return, the more you improve your physical fitness, the easier it is to control your mind. Further, I believe that benefits you will gain from this podcast and getting in shape in general will extend way beyond what you can see in the mirror. Because you see, I'm not a superficial douchebag who believes that getting ripped is the most important thing in life or even the main goal of getting in shape. In fact, improving your physical fitness will influence all other aspects of your life. All of a sudden, you will think clearer, have more willpower, more motivation and discipline. And to help you bridge the gap between 
knowing and actually doing, this podcast will often address the underlying mental challenge, namely your habits. Decide one of my favorite quotes. If simply more information would be the answer, we would all be millionaires walking around with perfect abs by now. You actually need to do some work, but with a conscious focus on working on your habits. Because the stronger you make your habits, the easier everything becomes. Building a habit is of course hard, but once developed, it's like driving on autopilot. Once you get going, it's actually easier to keep going with your new habits than to stop and do something else. But of course, we all need to start somewhere and find something that's actually both enjoyable and healthy, both short-term and long-term. That way, listing up a bunch of unhealthy foods for you to avoid in this podcast would be way too easy. Because for you to actually live without them in real life would be a completely another thing. I believe it's essential to design a healthy lifestyle that's also mentally sustainable long-term. Because after all, I assume you have a social life too that you want to take care of. So if you can't imagine eating a certain way or training a certain way for at least one year, you're doomed to fail. That's the truth. That's why I'll stress the point of flexibility in this podcast. In fact, most people get caught up in the details of good versus bad foods. And since it's the first episode, I would like to share my philosophy on healthy eating. You see, my mantra is that there are no inherently bad foods. There are simply bad total combinations of food compared to your activity levels. I'll actually cover this uh, topic in a later podcast episode called uh, How to Eat Pizza and Still Get Lean, where I'll cover uh, one of my most popular concepts in nutrition, namely the 80-20 rule. Anyways, let's get back to the three elements of fitness and explain why I said nutrition arguably could be more important than training to improve your fitness, especially if your goal is to lose fat. In fact, let me explain how I discovered this framework based on my own experience. I first started uh, defining this uh, framework uh, called the three elements to fitness back in 2010, I believe, so 10 years ago from now. And up until this point, I had always uh, been involved with uh, sports and exercise with a special interest in strength training. At that time, I believe I weighed around 96 kilos, which is 10 kilos more than I weigh right now. So I was strong, I was big and strong, but definitely not lean. So to improve my performance, specifically in endurance sports like soccer and running, I was determined to lose some weight, uh, more specifically to lose some body fat. But for some seemingly strange reason, I could not lose body fat regardless of how much cardio I did or how often I lifted weights. That's when a friend first introduced me to the importance of nutrition. I believe his brother had some degree in nutrition and he always talked about low carb and other fancy diets back in those days where that was all the fuss. But what I realized was I was trying to do the impossible task of out-training a bad diet. 
I had thought that in order to get lean and lose fat, you just needed to work out more. But as I discovered, that's not the best approach. Consequently, I started researching everything I could find on the topic of nutrition and healthy eating. And of course, at first, sorting out all the nutrition advice you could get online, on YouTube, in magazines, and even from health professionals like doctors, seemed uh, complicated and sometimes even contradicting. And when I was finally able to cut through the noise, I realized that the keyword was context. You need to understand what advice applies to your current situation and your goal. And if your goal is to lose fat and change your body composition, there is only one fundamental mechanism that rules everything. You see, when it comes to fat loss and getting lean, consuming fewer calories than your body use over a sustained period of time is the only way fat loss can occur. And if you think that sounds boring or even nonsense, you need to understand that when it comes to your body, nothing really makes sense except in the light of evolution. And your body has evolved to survive, not to look good on social media. And yes, there is a difference. Because before social media, there was actually a few millenniums where stored energy in the form of body fat actually meant humans could survive longer when food was scarce. Today, we who at least live in the Western world have an abundance of food accessible at all times. Still, our body regards body fat like, for example, having an emergency savings account, which means more savings equals a better future. So, as long as your body has more income than cost, it will never start using its emergency savings account. For example, would you use your retirement savings account when shopping groceries if you still had a stable income? Probably not. So, you shouldn't blame your body either. Because in the same way, the currency your body operates with is called calories. Everything you eat will be measured by your body based on its calorie contribution. And fat loss can only happen in a calorie deficit. That means when you use more energy, i.e. calories, than your body consumes. That way, losing body fat can only happen when the incoming energy is insufficient to fuel your body's daily operations. And then, and only then, your body will start tapping into its energy reserves, i.e. your body fat. Although simply eating fewer calories could be enough to lose weight, a combination with increased activity levels is the most sustainable, enjoyable and of course also the most healthy solution. As stated, all the three levels should be reflected in your lifestyle. You need to exercise for building muscle, strength and work capacity while also maintaining a healthy heart and brain. On that note, one question I often get is, what's the best form of training for getting in shape? Is it strength training or cardio? Well, you first need to do strength training for three reasons. First, the lean and toned, ripped look you are looking for is predicated on how much muscle you build and retain. Strength training is also essential to preserve your muscles during a calorie deficit. Secondly, you can't spot reduced fat. 
that is to selectively lose fat from a certain place of your body, but you can't spot increase muscle. That is to selectively increase muscles on certain parts of your body. That in turn will help you tighten up certain areas you want to focus on. On that note, a lot of girls avoid strength training as uh, they fear ending up overly muscular and lose their sense of femininity. However, it's almost impossible for girls to get abnormally big muscles. That is, unless they perform uh, heavy weightlifting five times per week for five years straight with a perfect training program, diet and genetics. Rather, the effect of strength training will cause a visible tightening of the muscles, creating a more feminine body shape. And third, the more muscles you have, the more calories you use during activity and everyday life. Thereby, you have a higher metabolism and can consequently eat more and still lose fat or maintain your weight. And as a bonus, strength training makes you more resilient to injuries. But of course, even though I would prioritize strength training over cardio if your goal is to change your body composition, that does not mean I state that cardio is bad. Absolutely not. In fact, quite the opposite. Everyone should do some form of cardio, either that's uh, swimming, you can do walking, you can run, you could hike, you can play sport, whatever. It's actually proven to give you the greatest mental gains. This includes uh, better focus, creativity, mental clarity, even higher intelligence. It's essential for your heart and preventing disease and since no other activity burns more calories per minute, cardio could be in what tipped you into a calorie deficit, even though lowering your calorie consumption was the main cause. Also, cardio is the fastest and simplest way of getting results, both physically and mentally. Getting outside for a run will instantly change your state of mind and mood. That in turn could create a spiral of other healthy choices. And since a significant fat loss could take you several weeks, you should probably focus on other more instant results to stay motivated and after all, fitness has way more to it than just fat loss. Lastly, I would like to address the third element, namely rest. Because proper rest is just as important as proper training and proper nutrition. So. Just because you have fully mastered your training and nutrition does not mean you could neglect your rest. Because, as I stated, all the three elements are interconnected. If any element of an equation is zero, your answer will always be zero. The only reason why I mention rest last is because it literally requires no action. But if the act of doing nothing, like stressing down and getting enough quality sleep is so important, why is it then so neglected both in our training and everyday life? After a hard workout, it might be intuitive to believe that you have improved your athletic performance, but that's not true. After a workout, you are actually weaker than when you woke up this morning. In the case of strength training, Exercise causes tiny tears in the muscle fibers, also known as micro tears, that the body then needs to repair and build even stronger. 
depending on the intensity and training volume of your workout, it typically takes between 48 to 72 hours for a muscle to fully recover. And if you start exercising that muscle again within this time window, your training then becomes counterproductive. You then only break the muscle further down before you have allowed it to grow even stronger. And the most important part of your recovery, both for getting stronger and losing fat, is your sleep. So make sure to get 7 to 9 hours of quality sleep each night, depending on your personal requirements. In the next episode, I will talk about eating the foods you like and maintaining a social life, even though you want to lose weight. Until that time, you could share this podcast with your friends and also give it a ratings in the podcast app. And if you want to follow Torps Training in other channels, you could check out Instagram at Torps Training. You could shoot me a question in the DM anytime you like. Uh, other than that, my main project at the moment for Torps Training is building the new torpstraining.com uh, and also publishing my book called Lean Body Strong Mind that's in fact uh, structured around these three elements. So you can look forward to that once that's ready. Until next time, good luck, Torps. I'll be back.